You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. We have none other than Mr. Aki Anastasio with us uh, for Techno, uh, Techno Byte and Technology and Society. And uh, Aki, um, how's the English grammar coming along? Oh, no, listen, <laughs> uh, my, my English grammar is uh, shocking. <laughs> but I'm working it out. But, uh, your mom taught me well. <laughs> for listeners who don't know, I was shocked to hear that my mom apparently taught Aki English. It's Mrs. Walsh to you. (laughs) No, she was like my primary school teacher. And um, yeah, it was a long time ago. And she's really, um, she's really uh, largely um, the one that's uh, kind of shaped me Mm. um, in just keeping an open mind. And she was an amazing English teacher. Mm. Still is, yeah. that, That makes two of us. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wonderful. Well, she's she was very happy to hear that I'm going to be speaking to you today. So. Good, oh, she's probably listening to us right Indeed, now. Indeed. Just remembering that I gave her all those gray hairs. <laughs> Let's make sure that we keep our grammar pristine. Yes, no, no, we've got to be very <laughs> careful, very careful. So, um, Aki, you know, first we've got this Waymo question that you wanted to talk about, which is the self-driving car project. Yeah, so, so you know, um, it's, I think the world that we're living in is absolutely fascinating. And, um, and you know, it's going to be in our lifetime. In fact, in the next decade, we will be getting into a car that will drive us without a driver. And we talk about these automated vehicles. Now, uh, Waymo is, uh, you know, if you may not be familiar with the name, but the, it was Google Car, they changed the name to Waymo. Waymo. Oh, so this okay, because I was company. like, what, what's yeah. Waymo? Yeah. They changed the company, and of course, they're kind of the pioneers in many regards mm. to to where they're going with self-driving cars, and they are actually reaching a commercial service very shortly, and um, the, a new milestone was reached just the other day that, uh, you know, because up to now, they've been doing these testings in really confined spaces, right. and you said to, you know, to avoid having any kinds of accidents, and we do know there have been a couple of incidents, but mm. they've now reached, and, and listen to this, they've on automated driving, a new milestone was reached last week where mm. they've driven uh, uh, 16 million kilometers. Wow. In, on public roads, and this has all been done, you know, automatedly, and it's incredible that they've hmm. been doing this. Last year, at around about the same time, they'd done 4 million um, kilometers, uh, miles at least, hmm. on public roads. But what's interesting about this is that, you know, there's a lot of skeptics saying that, oh, this is not going to happen, and, you know, we're not going to get into these kind of things. Believe me, it's going to happen before sooner than you think. Uh, the way insurance companies do business, the way automotive companies do business. Mm. Um, I read a fascinating stat the other day that they were saying in the next decade that a third of services that will come out of the um, vehicle industry mm. are going to come out of services that haven't been thought up yet. Because if you think about it, when you get into a car in the future and a car's going to drive you to its location, yeah. you know, you can put, uh, you know, moving billboards inside the vehicle, you know, the advertising, mm. for example. Mm. What entertainment are we going to have available in cars um, so that you've got something to do? Yeah. Well, we've got our phones. But uh, these kinds of services uh, that are going to be available don't even exist. A third of those kind of things. So mm. um, it, it's an interesting one. And uh, these vehicles are coming. I think we're going to see a lot of them in the uh, Olympics. And it's interesting how many cities in the U.S., for example, are giving licenses to car companies to test their vehicles. Interesting. So it's now going to become a norm. It's now going mainstream. And, um, you know, I've, I've been in one of these cars. It's really? just like an amazing experience. Okay, where was uh, this? In Las Vegas. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, to, you know there's, a, there's a massive trust issue as human beings mm, mm. Uh, getting into a vehicle what, like What this. was it like to, to, 
to oh, just, it, yeah. Look, it, 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 there was a driver uh, behind the steering wheel to make sure that nothing goes wrong. Yeah. And they, you know, this is how they do it in a, in a, in a confined testing environment. But, um, you know, all the big motor manufacturers yeah. are doing it. In fact, yeah, Toyota yeah. is investing billions of dollars and yeah. they're relocating their um, headquarters in the research with self-driving vehicles to uh, California. Yeah. So really, it's the place there where it's really happening. Mm. And um, to imagine a world where we're not going to be driving the vehicles yeah. in the future is coming very close. So and it's not even in 20, 30 years. It's going to happen yeah. in the next decade. You know, it's so fascinating to think of it in the South African context because our, our cities are so car dense yes um and also the, the the insecurity that many car drivers feel what would happen you know with questions like you know i'm just thinking of you know hijacking for example imagine you, now you're not even driving the car hijack has become redundant exactly and then would you even need you know so what do you think the kind of implications might be there like in a south african context well, the South African context is a very interesting one is because, you know, they, we create a lot of employment here. You know, think mm, of how absolutely. many bus drivers are out there that sure. have got employment. Even Uber. I mean. and Uber drivers, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is that those jobs are, you know, they, they, they're going to become redundant, whether we like it or mm. not. And mm. it's up to these guys who are currently doing what they're doing to try and upskill themselves. And, mm. and, you know, to think that it's never going to happen in South Africa, you, you know, you need to think twice because the way and the speed at which technology is moving it's going to be here sooner than we think. Much to think about as it relates to our context and really interesting. You also wanted to touch on the BlackBerry Key too? Yes, I don't know. Have you ever owned a BlackBerry? You know, I did back when I was, uh, you know, when it was like the cool thing it to was, be on BBM. Okay, okay yeah, yes. So, okay. Uh, but then I must say I migrated to an iPhone. Okay, so yeah. So my daughter was also in the same, you know, she, yeah. you know at one stage, Blackberries were really cool. BBM was life. BBM was the, was the business. And ironically, it's amazing how, you know, BBM... Yeah, it's, non, you know, it's still around, but you know, oh, okay. it's not the de facto um, communication methods. Everyone yeah. uses WhatsApp, but this is the new BlackBerry uh, device that you're holding in your hand right now. Cool. And um, it's what, what's interesting about BlackBerry is that you know they've sold the 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 the, the company that makes the hardware for the company to right. another company. So it's a third party company, but they still have to keep the brand the same. They've got to maintain the same high security yeah. that uh, BlackBerry is really famous for. Um, and this is the BlackBerry Key 2 smartphone. And it really it focuses on what BlackBerry does best is the keyboard. And, you know, there, there aren't any phones that have got a physical keyboard like this one. Mm. And it's amazing when you find people that are still diehards. Eh? There's still people that have got their Blackberries and they want that keyboard. They yeah. refuse to use a touch screen. Huh. Um, huh. And I don't know how much longer it's going to stay like this, but yeah. you know, uh, I started using it the other day, and I thought okay. actually this is quite cool. But it's quite a, it's quite an interesting keyboard. It's a smart keyboard, so you can actually flick the letters up. So it's got okay. different sensors and and applications that you know detect your finger. And yeah. if you cross over the L button, for example, you flick it upwards, and it will flick it onto your message that you're trying to some send. Some people so, like the the feeling of having keys. Some people love a keyboard. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but again, our, we're going to have to start shifting focus, uh, people that use a traditional keyboard on a computer, for example, because we're getting to a point where you're going to di dictate to your mm. computer and mm. you're going to talk to your computer and it's going to transcribe whatever you're yeah. saying into into text. So this is a great device. Uh, it's got a two-day two -day battery life. If you love a keyboard, it's a great device. I'm not, I don't know if I would go back to a BlackBerry just for the keyboard, mm. but it runs the Android operating system right. and it uses BlackBerry's security, which is baked into the device, mm. which mm. is the, the real critical part of it. It's a nice smartphone, but uh, 
I don't think I would move from what I'm currently okay. using. But if you're a diehard keyboard fan, yeah. this well, is going to make you happy. You've given it a spin, not a self-driving spin. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, and then just, just quickly... Um, Four day working week? For, are you, are you well, saying more vacations for Eusebius? What's, well, what's going on here? No, Eusebius is always on vacation. <laughs> but here's, here's, the th- here's the thing where we're going in the world that mm, we're living mm. in right now, where everything is becoming automated. Now, just think of what you did 10 years ago. You've got a lot more things, uh, all those menial tasks that you do. Uh, you're no longer doing them, right? Um, and, and it's saving you a lot of time. And this is no exception for businesses. Now, they did this research in, in Great Britain, and they were saying that the way that technology is coming into automation, into production, into factories, it's actually making people do more with less time. Mm. And, um, and, and, uh, and, uh, and I look at the, uh, the productivity levels. A typical British worker, and this was done in the UK, spends 42 hours a week at work and produces 60, 16% less on average than counterparts in other countries, which they found, right? But now what they're saying is that, that this uh, new productivity is going to be able to reduce the work time that it takes you to do hmm. things down to about 38 hours hmm. uh, they're saying a 30 percent productivity gain could allow the working working week to fall to just 32 hours uh, so it's really reducing hmm. everything that we're doing productivity wise when we've got machines helping us and it makes things you know the production's oh. still going up and and i think that we're going to get to a point as humans and this is just on the production front but, but just mm. generally as humans we're going to get to a point where we're going to have more time on our hands than we've had ever before what are we going to do with it are mm. we going to have to change the parameters on adding an extra uh, weekend day which mm. i'm very much for um oh yes starting on a friday so mm. thursday's the last day of the week and yeah. we're back at work on monday because the reality is as humans hey kg's laughing he's enjoying this hey, one what, what say we what say we pilot 702 while i'm here I, i'm happy to start this <laughs> uh, starting us from this weekend but the reality is we are going to be living in a world where we're going to have the technology doing so much of what we do yeah. that we will have a lot more time on our hands mm, mm. and does it justify keeping the traditional norms because if you think about it the eight to five the nine to five uh, work schedule has been uh, you know uh, is been like this for how long sure, for sure. over over 100 years yeah yeah well, that hasn't changed it's time we change it i'm with you on that one i'm with you on that one and uh so good to chat with you for the first time likewise man yeah. and i'll see you again next week can't wait great thank you Aki. thank you